let's go. Welcome back, everybody. Good morning. Val and I are in a very sing-songy mood. So, welcome back to a musical episode number 14 with your favorite co-hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. You know, you know, we were both within the same 500-foot radius a couple days ago, and we had briefly mentioned a special episode, and in the interest of our own enjoyment and exploring the city, we unfortunately were not able to record as we were scarfing down dim sum <laughs> over the past few days. That is so true, and we apologize deeply, but we're going to figure it out for next time. So, and there will be a next time coming up very soon. So, so we out so here, good. but here's a good thing is that while we didn't get to record, we also were not able to record on schedule. So double whammy. We owe you guys a lot. But again, thank you so much for listening. And we're so excited to, honestly, we're almost towards the end here, girl. I'm a little surprised time and days have flown by. I mean, um, you and I, we hit uh, 2,100 total downloads. We've impacted viewers and listeners across the span of six countries and have ended up on the top charts for about four of the six, two-thirds, which really is not bad at all. I'm impressed, and it's been so much fun to, I guess, provide the people with what they want. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a great time, and I'm so looking forward to the end of the season because... I feel like at this point, we know who's going to be in the finale. We can speed it right on up. But um, I am glad with the run that we've had for our first season. And it's been a good one. I can't put, yeah, it's probably like in the next two episodes, we'll probably be discussing the finale, I think. And so crazy. Oh, my God. Like, oh, well, until then, I mean, recap us. We've, we've missed, I think, three days and one unseen bits. But as you guys know, we don't really do the unseen bits on the episode. We just kind of watch them for our own background knowledge so we can bring valid discussions to the table. So true. Yeah, no, in the last three episodes, we had our dumping at the beach club or whatever they call it. I forget every single time. And, uh, <laughs> Dami and Danika were saved. A lot of people, I feel like, had opinions online about Danika being saved because she had one too many chances, but we could get into that a little bit later. Oh, we will. <laughs> then, at the bottom of the episode, we have um, four new bombshells enter the villa. We'll also get into that. We have some friction. We have a truth and dare game. We have four dates uh we have some spats we have a pancake off um then we have a challenge boat challenge um where the we have a striptease get yeah the boys would be sexy um and then finally we had a recoupling where i mean i feel like it was pretty straightforward we knew everybody was going to recouple um I can soon to be they recoupled, Dami and India recoupled, then Gemma recoupled, Sasha and Andy recoupled, Paige and uh, Adam recoupled. Right. 
Deji and Lacey recoupled. Then we saw Danica pick Jamie. And Natalia ended up having to pick Reese. Is there anyone I'm missing? Nope. Uh, no, no, that's yeah. Um, and that's where we left off. On Glee. Yes. <laughs> See, it's so tempting to say it. It's so juicy. It's so I know. <laughs> I know. I ever since you said it, it's been like stuck in my head, and I'm just like, oh my god, I wish you didn't say that because now every I'm time even, I think about that, I'm done. I'm not even a Gleek, but it just it fits so well. Dude, I was. I went through a phase. Oh, really? that yeah. show was like my religion. And I think my singing got better from watching it. I don't know why. It was because I would practice. And you know, the more you practice a muscle, the better or the stronger it becomes. So That's I what I always say. People, yeah. people are always like, I can never learn to sing. I'm like, trust me, I feel like almost like a lot of people, if they learned how to sing, could sing. Like, yeah, there's a difference between well. being able to sing and like being tone deaf. Because if you're tone deaf, yeah. then you can't sing because then your right. internal, I guess, <laughs> we like turn this into like a musical discussion podcast <laughs> real quick. Like, just <laughs> we're like, I okay, so Charlie Puth, <laughs> we're like, Charlie oh, yeah, Puth, yeah, yeah, me yeah. hungies. Like, <laughs> um, anywho, oh, yeah, excellent recap, it. Val. Fantastic. I personally binged watched the three episodes last night and I couldn't think of a better job of recapping than what you've just provided us. So thank oh, you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So for today's episode, we've got a few, I guess, subheaders that we'll be discussing each. As you guys know, we like to save the juicy stuff for the end. So we're going to be starting off with our quote unquote normal couples, couples that have kind of solidified themselves and like week over week are now together and we shouldn't expect them to deviate no matter if it's why have four bombshells if you can have eight? Why have eight bombshells if you can have 12? As you guys know, we like to leave the juiciest part for the end. So with that, we're going to go ahead and start with the normal couples. So these are people who haven't deviated no matter what. No matter how many bombshells are coming in the house, no matter what's going on, no matter who's hitting on them, no matter who's, you know, making eye contact with them, during the truth of it. So, normal couples. Select favorite. We'll start with them. Dami and India. Yeah. They? They're good. They're good. There is an incident that happened, which I personally thought was really funny, where India accidentally <laughs> called Dami Deji, and Dami felt some type of way about it. Honestly, uh, knowing me, no, that would make me upset. I, I see Dami's side of this. I would feel sorry. After you went to Casa Amor and kissed Summer multiple times and had a handshake with her and then did the three-way kiss multiple times and then came back and barely apologized and then you kissed Summer and song Mary Pie, you would be mad? Okay, first of all, <laughs> I have been, dis- I'm deceased. Like, I do not exist, first of all. Second of all, Bar none. Like, if the custom worship hadn't happened, like, if I'm in Love Island and my man calls me some hoe's name, like, that isn't even relevant to me anymore, yeah, I would get so fucking mad. I'd be like, why the fuck are you thinking about her? Oh, do I have mug written all over my forehead? What the fuck? Like, I don't know. But to, in India's defense, though, yeah, like, she and Deji had just had a conversation. It totally makes sense. Like, you can have slip-ups. They're both, they're both four-letter D- starting names like yes that's, it could totally be a mistake that's fine but i think dami was like took it a little too far and he was like what if i were to call you somewhere and i was like oh my god don't even bring her up here right now but yeah still. that was like intense uh i like 
there's not much to say about them this week because they were chill vibes. They were chill, but that was the only excitement. Being yeah, they were back to being cute with each other outside of that. I think just like he's dragging it. He like brought it up with the recoupling. Mm, he brought yeah. it up like every chance. He brought it up um when they got picked for the hideaway. They got picked for the hideaway this week. Yeah. Um it was just like, okay, like, what about your transgressions? Shall we bring those up or, or, right. or we're bringing I up mean, mistakes? But we've talked like, about the emotional immaturity of most of the boys in this season yeah. as well, though, right? So this kind of ties into that. Yeah. And continuing on the emotional immaturity, he's made things exclusive mm. because he doesn't like Layla. I don't know what that was about. Like, what does that even well, mean? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I never understood. Okay, no, here's not. Because that is a label. The In the real world, uh-huh. I can understand, like, exclusive. It's like, okay, we're still getting to know each other. Um, so we're not boyfriend-girlfriend because it's too soon. But I'm not saying anybody outside of you. Yeah. I can understand that for multitude of reasons for a multitude of reasons yeah she said multitude yeah. of madness y'all multiverse of madness <laughs> but in the villa i'm like okay what sense does that make because i'm like yeah like people are gonna come in you're still getting to know each other whatever you're exclusive but like exclusive in the villa means like so much more it means like you're cut off to anybody else period right. um like and not giving anyone else a shot like the whole point is to like be open and get be willing to know people. So what's the difference between being closed off and being exclusive and just like being boyfriend girlfriend? Like especially this late in the game. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. But it's also like pretty late in the game for him to be like, We're just exclusive but we're not boyfriend girlfriend. But then he's also like, I might move to London. I'm like, What? And then he gave her the ring from Strong Mary Pie. Nah, I I don't know. I don't but this man they were cute hurt. so they're they're cute and he definitely said just touch down london town like all that other stuff i get it but <laughs> i just it's just the the tit for tat bit that makes me still nervous about the couple like it's so mm-hmm. unhealthy to have that kind of dynamic in any sort of budding relationship like oh well i did this and you didn't do that or oh well you know you kissed deji and brought him back uh, but you know i know i brought yeah. summer back but it wasn't that bad like you know during the truth or dare game when natalia asked dami if he knew that she was that he was going to bring back india the entire time he was like yes yeah yeah i just brought summer back because like you know but it was just such a again like but it's then, down to that know, like summer, masculinity yeah. like the toxic masculinity of like having options of like putting their significant other through like some sort of weird roller coaster so that they earn them like test them like it just comes down to really unhealthy dynamics that yeah i've witnessed over the past season it really gives me the ick because if i were stuck in a situation like that i couldn't run further away it's just and then on top of that it's like you can just tell how much he's worn down india to like accept these behaviors because it's like in the same breath natalia was like oh okay Poor Summer, though. Yeah. Because it is true. Poor Summer. Summer was completely let on, being gaslit about being let on, all this stuff. And, like, you know, the girls from Hustle Moore who, like, went back into the villa trying to hook up with them and, like, 
yeah, he was still like doing three way kisses like in the vi- in fuck in the Love Island villain. Like right. he was still or he was still trying to and he was still like being weird about it. Um, but then like the switch that he flipped right when he came back into the villa, it was like so immediate that like it was whiplash for summer. So it's right. like, yeah, poor summer and then like India's like, Oh, why'd she say that? What do you mean poor summer? He's like you don't get it. Like they're yeah, still so insane. siloed in the villa that I'm sure when they like you brought this up last week, I think, but when they see the footage back, they're really gonna understand what the public is seeing and, and they'll probably be able to make better informed decisions. Yeah. Um, I mean sorry, India I said went corporate there for in, some reason. No, you're fine. <laughs> India's friends um said that they were definitely showing her what happened. And then from there they would support her decision, which I think is completely fair. Right. Um but I don't I'm hoping that like they prove us wrong and that they do end up having a really long term relationship outside mm-hmm. of the villa because everyone deserves that and everyone deserves a fresh start, especially once the drama of the villa life is over. But absolutely yeah. and, and speaking That's of them speaking of, you know, people who are proving us wrong, Andrew and Tasha. I was literally just gonna <laughs> say when you were talking about letting go of the immaturity and the tit-for-tat. Yeah. Tasha and Andrew have seemingly, now that things are official, have truly, like, forgiven each other for all their past mistakes and have really moved on and, like, let it be water under the bridge. You know, it's funny to them, which it's like they did take it seriously when it happens. Right. Like, you don't see Andrew, like, mocking Tasha for, like, her past mistakes and you don't see Tasha bringing up Coco every chance she gets and all that stuff like they seem like they're really going like strength for strength um and I've seen some post interviews with Coco and Josh oh and that was China. so sad are you talking about the Coco interview that she did with Mirage not that one oh, okay. but yeah that one was a really sad interview but it was also like you know she talked a little bit but i was watching the under the duvet interview with the host is christopher tyler from season five and i'm so sorry to this woman i can't remember the name but he has a female co-star she's very very funny but josh coco and china went on and josh wasn't saying in the maraud interview who he didn't think was going to want to sing the song but in the under the duvet interview he was saying how he definitely thinks that Andrew and Tasha are gonna surprise everyone and really last like a really long time. Coco said the same thing, China said the same thing, and as well as Ekinsu and Davide. Whereas Dami and India and Luca and Gemma, he feels are gonna have more tests on the outside before he can say yeah. whether it'll be like long term. And I think that's true. Like I really think I agree that with that. Andrew and Tasha are proving to be a really strong couple. I mean, Molly May even, she addressed it in one of her YouTube videos. She was like, guys, like, everybody, you know, hating on Tasha, calling her fake and all sort of stuff like that was me during my season. And I totally. That's so true. That. And, and she was like, you know what? She might end up surprising you guys entirely. I mean, Tommy and I are still here three years later. We have a house together. We have a cat together. Like, we're so very much in love, like, all sort of stuff. And honestly, yeah. that's, that's so true. Because everybody, even Anton was, like, shitting on Molly and Molly May about, like, her being and fake. You know- Molly May didn't give Anton a shot, kind of friend zoned Andrew. Exactly. Andrew. Friend zoned Anton, and it's right. like, oh, interesting dynamic where, like, yes, Luca kind of 
put the brakes on it when he was getting to know Pasha, but at the same time, like Pasha was kind of picking Andrew over him right. over and over. So I feel like that, you know, was a sore spot. And then we do see that he held on to that when he said that Paige was only pieing him because he pied her at the beginning. It's like, yeah. you're the only one keeping track of that, bitch. But I don't know. Speaking of the ick, though. Like, I still have the ick for Luca, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember, yeah. but he was like, so, would I be your lock screen by now? Like, okay, first of all, I've definitely said that before, but not, like, two months into dating someone. Like, that's, like, the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Like, why would you say that? And then he's well, like, you know, like, yeah, I, I, want, I don't know. he's like, oh, I want this picture that we took this night. I want to it. and then he's like would I be your background would I be your love screen it's like why are you so desperate like let her have her I guess screen of her two her months mom. is I guess two months is quick two I months is quick to... you barely know somebody what the hell yeah but like they've been in there for them two months they've been in there from the start so they there's that I don't like, care illusion. this man's crazy this man is crazy <laughs> everyone in the villa because like you know everyone who's in there from the start and like stays together like they end up moving in together so there is this illusion of like longevity and whatever and whether they last three months six months a year or whatever like there is that like feeling of being together longer than they have right um i do hope they don't move in together right after love island i know she they is should. so young um and I feel like that is a way big commitment for a girl. For a 19-year-old, um, yeah. A 19-year-old girl. Um. Anyways, I am trying to remember that, like, Luca is a multifaceted person. And we've yes. seen a lot of what we don't like of his personhood, mm -hmm. whatever, if that makes any sense. Yes. But in the same breath, like, a lot of... Islanders have come out and said he's like the nicest guy that like what they've seen on screen isn't what he's like 24 hours in the villa and that like that is like the strange side of his personality but it's not really who he is in there and it's like you know in uh, in one sense it's like I want to believe that because it's most likely true because we are fed the show and the mm -hmm. narrative and all that um but it's also hard to look past like real footage you've seen of a person because you can't make people say things that they haven't right you can weave a narrative but you can't make them say things that they don't want to say like mm -hmm. the many mean things he said to tasha um so yeah but also you know like on under the due days that interview the three bombshells were like, oh, they were asked if they thought that Luca and Dami were forced to apologize. And they were like, oh, I don't know. We weren't really forced to say anything. And Chris was like, mm, I was forced to apologize like a few times here and there. So, you know, there is still that like doubt of whether that apology was sincere from Luca and Dami. It's just hard to look past, but... Um, but there's so many. And I once probably you've won't done... till the end of the season, but like right. once they come out, maybe it it'll be much easier. Yeah, I guess. I just for me, it's like 
I'm already in that phase of my life when it's like strike one, you're out. I don't do the yeah. little three strike situation. It's like, no, like if you thought you could like screw me over or do something like this the first time, like I'm not going to give you an opportunity to do mm-hmm. it twice before I kick you out. Right. So for me, yeah. it's like I've seen enough transgressions from Luca executed in the villa so far, and editing doesn't do that. That's your personality. Yeah. If you've come like, time yeah. and time again, like blowing up on Gemma blowing up on Tasha, bullying Tasha, then sort of half-ass apologizing for it and then continuing onward and like still kind of coming after Gemma for things that are completely out of her control. This man, I'm like, no, there needs to be a serious conversation, a full evaluation, a full-scale like self-reflection, introspection that like rolls out for him before I would even consider someone like that being just was, in my life in general. Yeah, and it was so funny because Luke and Gemma were in the pool and all of a, all of a sudden... Luca turns to Gemma and he's like, "Oh, they're a cute couple." Like about Andrew and Tasha. Yeah, like, and I was oh, like, "Going on a double date with them? Like, are you yeah, okay?" Like, what? Like now, now they're a cute couple. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's very. I don't want to say the word calculating, but that's kind of how I felt. I felt like it wasn't real, and that's kind of just yeah. what gives me the ick. But. Aside from that, though, I mean, they're still going on strong. Do, are they missing some banner? Honestly, not really. I, I just think the other couples don't see their banter when it does end up kind of carrying through. Because, you know, Natalia yeah. asked that question during the Trooper Dare. I see the banter. I think it's there. And I think they're, I see the banter. you know, for what it's worth, I think they are a relatively strong slash normal couple in the villa for the rest of the season. And, and nothing I totally agree. Totally either. But. Yeah. With um, that, though. What else? Oh, we I have, just wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Do you think Gemma's mom, I'm sure you've seen I did. on Instagram, mm-hmm. Gemma's mom mm-hmm. was like, the bullying of Tasha is uh, quite much yeah. and it's very unfair. Um, and obviously we know at the hands of who the bullying is happening. So mm-hmm. do we think that Gemma's mom is going to have some choice words for Luca? Because Yes, she will. Yeah, Teddy's brothers came in last year after the fame Teddy spike. Yeah. They were very honest with her, but also I feel like men can kind of like look past brothers can kind of look past certain things and like be a little more accepting, but a mom is not going to forget that. Cuz if he can talk about another woman like that, what yeah. if Gemma becomes the next target of such bullying? But her, his mom doesn't know that, like, he, like, worships her. He's got, like, an idol next to his, like, bed of Gemma and, like, lights a candle for it every night. Like, no, he's obsessed with her. I don't think he'd ever, like, yeah. intentionally start bullying her. But I definitely think the mom's going to have some choice words because that's unacceptable behavior. And yeah. I know if I had a daughter and she was seeing this, a man like this who, like, literally did have that incapacity for emotional maturity or EQ or emotional intelligence of any sort, I would definitely be on high alert. So, Absolutely. But then also, yeah. like, what was the mom doing when Gemma was with Jax? That's all I'm going to say. <sighs> that, is, that is the question. That is the question right. at hand. I would love to know what was happening with parenting at that point. <laughs> During but, that phase. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. All right, moving on. Moving on, we, we have Budding Romance. Yes, Deji. Okay, Our boy Deji. Villa Birds you listeners. <laughs> Villa Birds listeners. As you all know, I have been enamored with Deji this season. He is the ideal 
candidate and what caliber of man we should have seen in the villa this season the entire time. I don't know where the other people came. He should have started out as an OG. The personality, the looks, the just general conversation, the dynamic, the memeability of this man. Like, this is somebody who I'm like, yes, perfect pick for Love Island. Great, great addition to the villa. Excellent amounts of just any sort of exposure on TV. Again, I, you guys know, I am obsessed and I'm not afraid to admit it. Am I jealous? Val, no, I am not. I am happy that he has finally found somebody in the villa that is there for him and for him entirely. I don't even think Deji was on Lacey's list, but it just seems like, you know, things are flowing really, really nicely. And and I, I love it so much. I'm really happy for him. I hope her intentions are also true. I don't know enough about Lacey to have an opinion right now. And I don't want to be like, oh, I hate her. So that's how I, I like her actually. I, think she's I do very like her fun too. And, and she takes herself, um, or she doesn't take herself seriously. She's down to like joke around and whatever. I like sometimes I cringe when Dami kind of like pokes at India like in front of everybody and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like with Deji and Lacey, it's kind of like a little more chill vibes. Yeah. Like when she picked him to go on the date and he was like, mm, um, no. And yeah. he was like, obviously, I'm joking. I was like, that felt more. That was banter. Yeah. That was banter. That was jokey. All that stuff. Um, she did bring up an interesting point about herself on TV, which uh, clearly she's very comfortable with who she is as a person. So yeah. I have to commend her there. But she's a world traveler. She had a half situationship where <laughs> they were both seeing, they were both cheating. Yeah. And she was very open and honest about that. And I was like, okay, interesting. And then she was like, yeah, usually that's where all of my relationships end. Like, they're, I'm a great girlfriend until I cheat. And then he was like, oh, all right. And she was like, but we just won't get there. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, people cheat because they feel like something's missing in their relationship. Yeah. And for somebody who travels that often on the road for a show, I can imagine that, you know, a lot of the times the men that she's with might not make an effort to, like, make her feel appreciated or, you know, missed back mm-hmm. home wherever that home mm-hmm. base is at that time so i can i'm not condo- we here at villa birds we do not condone bullying and we do not condone cheating so that's like the second that's the second of that verbiage commandment but, of this yes. villa birds podcast yeah the second commandment on the villa birds bill of rights on this <laughs> show but so here's the thing i do understand where it comes from on the side of yeah you know women who do have like who are loving let's say that like if you're a loving woman and you're with somebody who you know isn't putting in the effort then yeah like it makes sense that maybe you would look outside of the relationship instead of actually having a conversation like I can sort of understand that and also I want to disclaim that none of my friends are cheaters or nor have they cheated but this is just something that I'm like exposed to in undergrad which honestly is like funny to say out loud but you know these are the kind of things that I've observed for men, it's usually like, okay, they're not receiving enough attention with with regard to like actual physical affection or any sort of like attention with regard to like execute, executing like soul one-on-one time, which again, mm-hmm. I also understand. So I feel like for Lacey though, with somebody who seems to be very nice and has a really nice warm kind of personality, it might be the former for her where it's like she just wasn't receiving the attention that she needed. And so then she looked outside of the relationship instead. 
Yeah, I agree. Listen, I'm not gonna judge. Like as long as you like are constantly trying to do better, or trying to be a better partner in your relationships and are learning from your mistakes, then we move. Like, don't cheat on Deji, and we're good, girl. Like, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like she's a ten um, because she can put her leg behind her head, but she may or may not cheat. <laughs> That's yeah, Deji's exactly. dilemma. Um, but no, she's really good vibes, and they're cute, mm-hmm. and they're getting along. I do have to confirm Deji was on her top um islanders that she wanted to get to know so it's hap- it's good and it makes me happy to see that they're yeah. actually getting along yeah i love that's, that too that's it's, all it's I have really to say. Nice. for sure <laughs> and you know long live deji deji supremacy deji stands in this house that's all i gotta say <laughs> yes. yes second yes, of yes. all our island hr director resident administrator now has two men pining for her both men being new bombshells this last week jamie and reese are both after danica with regard to wooing her although jamie from the get-go has had a very good kind of start with danica with regard to kissing her during the truth or dare with her giving him a lap dance with their date they started just like making out out of nowhere so you know, mm-hmm. it's finally seeming like Jamie is in there for Danica. I will say this. He was spotted out with Destiny's Childish on the outside. And so people are starting to feel very um, worried for Danica with regard to I what caliber of men Jamie hangs out with. I don't trust him at all. I don't trust, I don't him, trust him either. He said he's a professional they bought footballer. The, yeah, and they he, bought the he's Lego like a really bad at player. The end? Lego heads, the Lego I know. heads at the end. I'm like, hello, that's I, for the beginning when we want the childish men. I know, and I'm gonna sound a little mean right now, but I don't trust Reese either. Uh, I don't oh, know about yeah. Jamie. Jamie's like, like, sort of like maybe can grow on me. Reese, I, I can't. feel completely opposite. Really, you feel like you can trust Reese more than Jamie? Yes, because listen. Mm. Jamie, I don't know what his relationship history is, right? Okay. But he's he's seemingly a single man, so I, I can't judge too hard. Reese there has never been, been one, in a relationship. Right, okay, but there have been one too many girls who have come out and been like, I was talking to Jamie before he went into Love Island, but she's a single girl, so he could do no that. No way. Coco was like, I didn't oh, know yeah, that. I used to talk and DM with Jamie. Like, he just I missed very, like, that. Active, oh whatever. I'm also like, confused about what his intentions are for going on the show because he had just signed a contract with his football team and he was in the middle of training all of a sudden he dips his football team doesn't know now they're like apparently jamie has prioritized love island so now we're gonna have to reconsider our priorities once he gets back Mm -hmm. and we have a conversation i'm like you threw your entire career away and now he's gunning for danica and i don't know i just feel like what we've seen of him doesn't feel like a real person like a real personality it just seems very like i don't know i'm it's just, so it's not coming off real um and it's like very easy to gun for danica knowing that she's a fan favorite has been saved so many times and is single yeah so and we've seen this happen before i just like yeah I there's he's chill but i'm not seeing like mature yet because sometimes mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. confuse chill and mature right. and danica just kind of doesn't like doesn't have a filter for like the kind of men that she lets like that she gives a chance to you know what the only she, person was deji 
she fumbled the bag she fumbled the bag with you know shying away deji like are you kidding are you kidding me but you know what that's another that's my own like but yeah no No, i had no idea you guys uh before i binge watched the past three episodes i told val you know if we're gonna record on saturday morning we should like just recap it for me and i'll do it and val was like no like you need to watch the episode so you can bring like your perspective and this entire time val's been talking my eyes have been like bugged out like so wide yeah, i had no yeah. idea of all this information so i'm glad that she made me watch it you guys because i'm shook oh my god i had no idea what a pig if you throw your yeah, own team I mean, down like that, he is not a team player. First of all, Danica, HR administrator, he is not a team player. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's very Period. individualistic. Like, the resume does not add up. Plus, he was talking to multiple women before getting into the villa. He just signed a multi-million dollar contract in British pounds and then abandoned his entire team. I'm pretty sure he's going to have to pay back the sign-on bonus if they gave him one. I don't know how footballer contracts work. And apparently, he's not even that good of a football player. He I said, know the every stats. Every time I shoot, I score. And where? Bitch, you only had where? One goal. You only <laughs> yeah. had one goal. On the only Google. one. So. Oh my god. I don't know. Like, what you're that's telling all me about. you've only shot and scored one time? <laughs> I mean, hey, okay. if he's only had it with one woman, then go for him. I well, won't judge him that. But for somebody who's saying that he's like a player or some stupid shit like that, I am not here for it. <laughs> so dumb all right well the next part of it and this is kind of more of the exciting situation so out of the four bombshells natalia is the one that came in with the most kind of let's say pizzazz but she definitely has some sort of like bone to pick oh yeah for sure bone to pick with multiple women i mean we're gonna start off with adam and Paige first um but you know she was gunning for adam she like kissed him during the truth or dare she like took him out on a date and with regard to competing with Paige, Paige started feeling some type of way. And I guess that entire dynamic was funny to see it carry out because instead of Adam entertaining Natalia, even though he he fancied her the most out of all the bombshells as revealed Mm -hmm. during the Truth or Dare game, he Mm -hmm. then decided to do kind of an un-Adam thing and kind of reassure Paige and, you know, set them on a path. Yeah, which honestly, that also is a little suspect to me like what i first of all the way that adam is not adaming the way he needs to adam first of all second of all i'm still a little eh about Paige right now as well so i don't have anything further to say aside from you know natalia tried it was funny to see her execute and i'm sad that Paige kind of freaked out but i'm glad that adam you know did the thing and reassured her further i guess but what do you think i'm a not sus of adam because It's on track for this new Adam that we Mm -hmm. have seen. He went about the date respectfully. You know, was honest about the fact that, like, he fancied Natalia, but he was with Paige, and he saw more of, like, connection with her. But Mm -hmm. he had no reason to be closed off, so he wasn't going to turn down a date. Then he went on the date and came back and was like, you know what? I was thinking about Paige more, so I'm going to reassure Paige, like, there isn't anyone else coming in that I'm going to, like, fancy or have more of a connection than you and you know it's on track with what we've seen this season from him which is nice like it's nice to see growth in general don't know what the point of the plot twist was going to be if it was going to be pretty lackluster right but you know i'm happy to see that men can grow up can mature so that part's great 
speaking of growing up and maturing, I <laughs> really, and like, you know, same can be said for Natalia. I think she did some really immature things. Yeah. But Paige, girl, sister, honey, mm-hmm. honey buns. Honey buns. I, I think I understand more so Paige mm-hmm. now than when people were originally coming at her for being a mean girl. When Paige is feeling threatened or uncomfortable, defense mechanism goes straight up and she is on the defense and she's Mm -hmm. not very nice. Nope. Mind you, I think people are gunning at her throat for like very, like normal human things. Like Natalia kept making eye contact with her. She's like, why does she keep making eye contact? Like, why does she keep looking over? Like, girl, if you want a problem, you want a problem. Listen, I feel like we've all been there before where there's tension between two people and you're just like what are you what are you looking at what are you looking at dude i had this situation a couple weeks ago i get you like it happens for people to immediately jump down her throat and be like oh she's back mean girl page is back she's like blah 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 blah. get her out of my villa i just really think people are kind of like unreasonable with her Mm -hmm. the way they interpret her emotional reactions Right. Um, but I something that I do think people have clocked is that it does come out of insecurity. And I do wish she would learn how it to does. handle it better because right. her snarky side and, you know, that bitchy side, it's not flattering. It's not a nice look. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're like who like the person who owes you loyalty and respect is Adam. It's not employee. Right. So you can be annoyed with her, but you kind of just got to move and let it go, girl. Also, because I just don't think she's had as hard as a run in the villa yeah, as she that's what swears I was say. that she does. Right. Like, I've had it so hard in here. It's like, like well, okay, you were with Luca for like uh, oh, a week minute. at most. Yeah. Three days at most before that was clarified as like a no-go. And then a week into being in the villa, Jax came in. And then you guys were plain sailing for two weeks and you came back from Casa Moore. That was really hard. Yeah. When you came mm-hmm. back from Casa Moore. Obviously, the way he disrespected her before he went to Casa more and his mean language, whatever. But then, like, you know, she was going to put her foot down and kind of, like, end it and get to know Adam. And then he left, essentially making it very easy for her. And that now the situation with Adam has been especially plain sailing. So I don't know what hard time she's talking about. I do think she has kind of like a, yeah, like an insecurity thing. Um, But in the way that it kind of makes her feel like kind of have like a superiority complex where she feels like she has to bash someone else to like make herself feel better. I don't think she does it often. I don't think it is who she is as a person 99% of the time, but when it does come out, it's it's unflattering and she has to work I mean, on that. She still says it with a smile, which I think is really funny as well. Like she she definitely does not like that side of herself either and and she kind yeah. of acknowledges that when she's delivering said lines with a la- with a, with a laugh, essentially. I mean, you saw Tasha and Andrew. Andrew was a little weirded out because I guess he hasn't seen Paige like that before. But Tasha was laughing as normal, and I think you know the only reason why I'm defending Paige in this regard is like we don't know other people's capacities for things that we feel like perhaps we would have a better, I guess, grasp of. And so for me, it's like yeah maybe she has had a tough time in the villa because she hasn't had that exposure before of like it dealing with emotional abuse essentially and trying to navigate that, especially after she felt like she was getting like roped in and then roped out, roped in, roped out. So I get like the emotional turmoil part of this, but 
mm-hmm. you know, with regard to Natalia and stuff. Yes, I agree. It comes from a place of insecurity. And I've definitely, you know, understand that entire situation. Me personally, I haven't been in that situation, but I have been in a situation where like, if she looks at me one more time, I'm going to say, you know what I mean? Like just getting yeah. riled up over, over something that's little. So and it's like I, half I get the time it. you don't even end up doing anything because it's like, you right. know, the maturity kicks in and it's like, even if you were to go confront the person, you are very fair and like measured in the conversation. You're like, hey, like, are we good? Like, right. for example, the way I can sue him right. and Natalia. Right. When she... Natalia was being very bitchy about Dude. the fucking pineapple pizza. She was giving her a lot of stuff. She was like, yeah, we don't do that. I mean, Italians don't do that. Kind of trying to rope herself in with Davide right after she got friend zoned by Davide and right. Adam back to back. She was just a very giving a lot of attitude. And I can sue ended up being like, hey. Do you have a problem with it? You know? She's like, no, I don't. Why would, like, no, maybe you have a problem with yourself. It's like, oh, That was so insane. I mean, here's the thing, too. We saw Natalia say to Lacey that she was most shocked that Ekansu wasn't as welcoming. Like, what did she think? Like, Ekansu was going to come and, like, bathe their feet? Like, no. Like, they clearly both, like, I don't know. I guess Lacey's in the clear. But Natalia, even then, like, her attitude was so uncalled for, in my opinion. Like, that was so wild. Like, the way that she brought that dramatic the dramatics into the villa like this late in the game like calm down know your place like you don't have to be a mean girl it was actually insane and that entire dynamic was was just so sad I was like first of all we don't talk about I can no I can sue slander in this house either period, so there's no period. deji slander there's no I can sue slander everybody else is up for debate but um <laughs> actually no we've got three no Gemma three slander. more rules yes no Gemma slander. that's exactly what I was gonna say so that, with those three people in mind I, oh, and no India slander. Period. So we've got four. Okay, there we go. So, anywho, I just thought that entire thing, well, anyway, so we all know what happens. One thing leads to another, and then all of a sudden we have a little pancake situation, little pancake competition off, which honestly has been the best thing to see on Love Island in probably years. That was so funny. I loved watching it really out of it. That was actually the funniest thing. And, like, Gemma being, like, I can see like, right hand the- coach. Like, yeah, with the water. I was, it it so kind of reminded funny. me of me and you. I don't know why, but I just thought that was so effing funny. Like, the, that level of support and, like, camaraderie is something that we really admire here at Villa Birds. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so sick of people saying that Gemma, like, talks behind Ekansu's back. She doesn't. It's never been in a way that's, like, malicious or rude. It's just, like, in a way that's, like, Oh, I can sue. Like, oh, you're so dramatic. I can sue. And like, I can sue that, was... that off because I can sue knows that she's dramatic. I can sue as an actress. Like, she's hello. an actress, a Turkish actress on that. And she was like, like if. N- yeah, nothing Gemma has ever said, she has said it, like, specifically and only behind her back. Like, right. she has said to, I can sue, you're dramatic. I can't take you seriously sometimes. Like, you crack me up. Like, they are definitely very good friends. And anybody yeah. trying to spin it, any other way I feel like it's just like I don't know like doing too much trying to pit women against each other right, they're very right. close clearly anyways no I agree with that um, so we we see the pancake yeah. off happen obviously mother Ekansu wins and yes. it's just a, a very nice well-deserved victory for all but that kind of I guess tomfoolery is what I was really missing this season of of Love Island, like we saw that they had like that. What was it, the swimming competition or whatever? Was that for this one? It was. It was. 
that was this season. That was in the unseen oh, bits. I think one of the first yeah. episode. Like that's kind of like the goofy, playful things that I was really expecting to see this season, and yeah. I was disappointed and in that it was one of the bits, they had like a like a rally race, like a yeah rally race. So that part is fun. It's nice to get that airtime on the show. Yeah, but just like the bonding. team building. Yeah, like the team yeah. building exercises in this very fun. And I feel like this was definitely one of them, albeit it was, you know, sort of for Davide's affections, which again, I just think is so freaking funny. But I don't know, part of me feels like Davide knew that it was Ekansu's food because he's been eating it for weeks like obviously if you don't know how your girl is cooking like then you really don't like deserve yeah. to be with her I suppose but and it was Gemma so said, cute Gemma was like I would never tell Ekansu but Natalia's pancake was better yeah and it's like oh my god so it's I feel like so I funny. feel like Davide knew exactly who to who to pick and, and what pancake to choose which I thought was very cute but with that said and done, so Natalia now has struck out with Adam. Yes, you're right. She has now struck out with Davide. Yes, you're right. She is now paired with Reese, um, whom I, I really don't think that she likes in that regard. So I'm curious Obviously to see not. if they're going to get voted off immediately because I don't think Reese has a chance with Danica. And, and at this point, none of the other couples are going to deviate either. So unfortunately, I think Jamie's this in. is the part where uh, Danica will actually be in danger because if we're voting favorite couples yeah you know i think deji and lacy are gonna get those votes above jamie and danica and we could see danica go with there has to be a double dumping there has to be yeah. because there's just not enough time left to like flesh out like to only dump one couple and flesh out everybody else like please, please yeah please, please, please. i agree with you I, I definitely think a double dumping is coming which Honestly, with the fact that we had, like, quadruple dates this last week, like, there definitely needs to be a double dumping. There's no way all those people are going to stay in the villa, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely no. Let's see. I do think, all right, so our couples that are definitely going to be in the finals, right? Dami and India, Luca and Gemma, Andrew Tasha, and I, I, I can sue and Davide, yeah. So those are our top four couples. Do you think that anybody else, do you think Paige and Adam are going to make it to the finals? I really don't think they will. Well, you know what? It's hard to say who's going to edge out who. I just, I think that, like, I feel like Luca and Gemma have to make it to the finals because Gemma has been unscathed, like, this entire show. Right. And it just kind of, like, as much as I love her, she's, like, a perfect character, whatever, there's been so much protection of, like, the OGs. Right. Um, And especially Gemma. Mm -hmm. That it feels like there was almost a contract to get Gemma into the final. <laughs> you know? Oh, we're back to that from week one. Producers are being obsessed with Gemma, the Gemma show. Just a little bit. Like, she deserves she to be in the finals. It. Well, it, she totally deserves to be in the finals. But, like, would she be in the finals if Luca, like, otherwise, based on Luca's mm. behavior? It's hard to say. Same goes for Dami and India. Like, I wonder if either of them are going to be edged out, but they do have the benefit of, like, time. Yeah. Whereas, like, Paige and Adam don't. Ekansu and Davide, hands down. Hands down, they're going to be in the Yeah, game. hands down. I see them, um, too, in the finals. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I Dami really and don't India think. Luca and Gemma have been a longstanding favorite couple. I think if anyone could be edged out, it could unfortunately be Andrew and Tasha because – there is unfortunately a lot of uh, people who still have a lot of resentment towards Tasha unfairly at this point. So, 
yeah, I just don't know if they're going to make it through, but let's see. I mean, Tommy and Molly May came in second during their season, so I, I really anticipate that they would probably be um, – I don't know. I, I, it, it was different because Tommy didn't, like, suck on some other hoe's tits while he was in Casa Amor. Like, he was waiting I there with, uh, with Ellie Belly, waiting for Molly May to come back. So I feel like there was more of, like, a warmth that came to their coupling when they were <laughs> boosted into the finals. So I don't know if Tasha and Andrew are going to receive the same kind of treatment. But let's see. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Stay tuned, I suppose. I mean, it's anybody's got... game still. It really is, which is so, you know... I'm definitely at the edge of my seat. Like, who's making? We know I can Sue and Davide are getting through, but other than that, I guess we're gonna have to stay tuned and we're gonna have to see what's going on. But with that regard, our socials, we have been live tweeting on our Twitter at Billabirds Pod, TikTok and Instagram at Billabirds. We are posting mm-hmm. our some of our popular tweets. We're posting some clips although we haven't posted some clips in a while but it seems like we're doing okay without that so I guess you guys <laughs> value the way that we speak rather than the way that we look which honestly can't ask for anything better and you. you know we've been crushing it on TikTok Val is super active with interacting with our community on Love Island TikTok and really you know saying what needs to be said and a lot of you guys agree with her which honestly pop off Val <laughs> First of all, <laughs> you can find us on any podcast platform. We have True. spanned across not only our home base, Red Circle, we have spanned across the universe with regards to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, to Mr. Jeff Bezos' Amazon Music. We are also on Stitcher. Um, you guys type in Love Island and Nika for some reason on Google and our podcast shows up. So we are also on Google Podcasts. Okay, period. <laughs> we are coming to YouTube Reels very soon. And I think, am I missing one more? I think that's all of them. I feel like that's all of them. iHeartRadio? Oh, yes. And our last one, iHeartRadio. And, you know, you guys, we have been doing this since the very beginning and it's been so crazy that we're here in the final episodes very soon um stay tuned we may or may not be dipping our toe i think val already has dipped her her entire foot in to love island usa so stay tuned on our episode scheduling i suppose if we are sort of discussing that show as well but yes. with regard to everything else please please dm us on instagram dm us on twitter Come into our TikTok, like come speak with us. We're super excited to talk to you guys about the show, about the season. Tell us who your favorite Islander is, and we might feature you on the next podcast episode. And that's literally all I have to say. Thank you for the love and the support. Shout out, y'all. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Peace. Peace.